And it's 8 o'clock on Wednesday night. And this is Dr. Simcha Cohen. And this is the, I don't know, Ask Me, Dr. Simcha Cohen, whatever. It's the call-in hour for Dr. Simcha Cohen. And the number to call in, 718-683-5858, 718-683-5858. And the question is, what is on your mind tonight? If you want to text me, if you do text, Number is 347-927-8398. That's 347-927-8398. And if you want to listen live on the phone, you can call in 712-432-4217. To call in and listen live on the phone, it's 712-432-4217. And this is our hour to talk. And I had a lot on my mind, but I wanted to open it up to people's opinions. I want to say one thing. We're not sure. Maybe it's a miracle. You cannot silence Hashem's word. And I was wondering, why would such a beautiful radio station that is so full of Kedushah, is so full of unbelievable things, not able to be on the air and have people resisting or be subject to terrible, terrible acts of people who just want to damage, just want to stop Torah, just want to stop the mitzvot, just want to stop the chesed of the radio station. It's not like anybody's making money off this radio station. Everybody's only making schar. Nobody's rich from this radio station. It may seem gives his blood, sweat, and tears, gives his whole neshama to the station. Everybody that is on the station does it from their heart, from their soul. So what would, why would that be stopped? And the only reason I could think of is because Torah is not for free. Torah is not simple. It's not easy. It doesn't come easy. You have to sacrifice for Torah. You have to sacrifice for mitzvot. You have to, you have to, you have to really want it. Because at the end of the day, the people that really want it are the people that are going to fight for it. People that really care are the people that are going to make make a sacrifice, make a statement, do something. Mitzvot aren't easy. Mitzvot aren't things that you could just, ah, you know, whatever. The mitzvot are hard sometimes. They're difficult. We just came through a Pesach. Pesach is a hard holiday, but how many people complain about it? You might fetch a little bit before, but afterwards, everybody's so exhilarated, so excited, so, so full of inspiration. But you know what? Was it easy? But nothing good is easy. Nothing valuable is easy. And that's the message I want to give to all you kids that are listening. You want to do well in school? You want to learn? You want to steig? You want to grow? Then it's work. I'm sorry. That's the way it is. But it's so worth it. It's so worth it. Every word of Torah, every good deed, every mitzvah that you do, the harder the mitzvah is, the, 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 more, the more important it is. I could tell you a story 
about somebody I worked with, and the person is a big tzaddik, and if he ever, if he, I, you know what, I don't like to mention names without a person's permission, so I'm not going to mention his name. But in my school, I had a boy who, was, who never wanted to wear tzitzit. He just didn't want to wear tzitzit. And every day he would come in, and he would not wear tzitzit. And we had a rule in my school, if you didn't wear tzitzit, you had to either have your mother or father bring you a pair of tzitzit, or you had to go home and get tzitzit. In my building, you couldn't be in my building without wearing a pair of tzitzit or tzitzit. So this boy, he comes again. So this person, my boss, says to him, you know, you have to go home and you have to get a pair of tzitzit. So the kid says, all right, I'll uh, call my mother. So the rabbi says, you know what? No, I'm going to go home with you to get tzitzit. I'm going to go home with you. So he goes, the kid goes out. He expects he's going to get into the rabbi's car. The rabbi says, no, we're going to walk. This rabbi was not healthy. He was not feeling well. So the kid says, but rabbi, it's 85 degrees outside. It's sunny. It's, it's horrible. The rabbi says, I know. He goes, you can't walk. Because I, I'm going to walk. And they walked from Avenue Z and East 26th Street to around Avenue P and Ocean Parkway area in the heat. And he got there and he said to the kid, go in please and get seats. So the kid said, please, Rabbi, come inside. Have a drink of water. You look like you're, you're going to die. He says, no, I don't want any water. I want to get seats and I want to go home. So... He, he, the kid got his tzitzit and walked back home. The rabbi was half dead by the time they got to yeshiva. I met this kid 17 years later. No exaggeration. 17 years later. The kid shows me I'm still wearing tzitzit. I couldn't believe it. He said, that experience changed my life. No matter what I do, right or wrong, this is one thing I'm still wearing tzitzit because I saw how much the rabbi sacrificed to teach me a lesson. That is so important. If we want to really value J Root Radio, if we want to really value what we have, then we have to sacrifice it. I don't know what we need to do, but we need to do something because this is not right. This is not right. We should not. Hashem wants us to stand up for Torah. The call-in number is 718-683-5858. 718-683-5858. Or you could text me at 347-927-8398. Listen live at 712-432-4217. Hi, you're on the air. You know what? You're not coming through clearly. I said, I would like to know if you guys are back on the radio. I don't know. I don't know. I'm not sure. I think we're. I think we're on the internet. I'm not sure. Someone. We're not sure. Okay. Oh. I mean, listen. I don't know. If you, see if you hear us. Okay. Okay. Bye bye. Bye. I don't know. I do not know. But uh, anyways. So, the question is, the question is, what, what, what lessons could we learn 
What lessons could we learn from sacrifice? And what is something that we could do to sacrifice on a kid's level? You know, we, we have to think about what we need to sacrifice in order to gain something. A lot of times, extra learning. So, you know, I get, I get a little annoyed. They give all these prizes for extra learning. It's like, I believe that you can reward for learning, but really, come on. Learning itself is its own reward. I know it's hard for kids to, to, it's hard for kids to get that. But eventually, we need to understand that doing good things is its own reward. But when you work really hard at something, and you accomplish something after re working really hard, there's no better feeling than that. There's no better feeling than that. The call in number is 718-683-5858. I know that the things that I worked hardest on are the things that are most dear to me. They're the things that are most important to me. Those are my, those are my biggest sacrifices. And, and uh, those are the things that, that I cherish, cherish the most. But anyways, I mean, we need, to, we need to think about kids nowadays, and I'd like to hear what you think about this, kids. Do kids have, like, do kids have too many, like, entertaining things? Is it too much entertainment for kids? Or is it, are kids too demanding? Or what do you think the right thing is? Should kids get everything they want? I mean, is it, is it uh, right for a kid to say, I need to, have, uh, I, I need to have a phone, I need to have a tablet, or I need to have a, I don't know what. Should kids feel bad? And then if you have a lot of kids that do have, then you have to think about what about the kids that don't have, how are they going to feel? And it gets very complicated because people set a trend and people, people will get their kids things and it's not always the smartest thing. Hi, you're on the air. No, you're not. Hi, you're on the air. Hello? You're not either. Hi, you're on the air. Me or my grandmother? Your grandfather. How are you? What, what do you think? Do you think kids have too much stuff today? I don't know. Yeah. Yeah? But, but how do you deal with it? See, parents, some parents just give their kids things just to keep them quiet. And then they end up, you have some kids in class that have everything. So, like, you should, well, like, maybe doesn't they have to earn it or, like, once in a while give them something. Okay, but you know, but but what do you do when you're in a class where everybody has something and you're the only one that doesn't? That's I, tough, right? I save up my own money and buy it. Okay, but let's say it's something that I don't want my kid to have. Then you can't have it. Okay. It's a tough call, right? So the thing is like this. That's why we learn in Pirkei Avot that a person has to be careful about who they hang around with. And we have to have, a, you know, stick around with people that think like we think. And that's why schools have rules about what you can have and what you can't have. So that's why sometimes schools have very strict rules. That's what we got to understand. Right? Yeah. 
What's your name? What's your first name? Yehuda. Yehuda? Okay. Thanks for calling, Yehuda. Hi, you're on the air. Hello? Hi, how are you? What's the number to listen to the phone? To the number to listen to the phone, 712 432 4217. 712 432 4217. Thank you. You got it. Hi, you're on the air. Hi. How are you? Good. What's on your mind? Um, uh, I'm looking forward for sure. So am I. But it's, it's a bunch of days away. First, Lagba Omer comes first. So I'm looking for, for Lagba Omer. But the truth is, counting down to Kabbalah Satoira is a big thing. And the yeah. truth is, it all, it, it, it's every year, it's crazy. Because every year we go through the same thing, but it's so exciting every year. It's yeah. so exciting every year. And I want to say that um, um, I, I like counting down to Omer. So do I. So do I. Because you know what? It makes me feel... It's, it, it gives a lot of significance to that period in the year. Sfirat Omer is very, very important. It's, 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 it, may, it gives a, a good, solid feeling. It's a very important time. Okay? Okay. Thanks for calling, Tadek. Bye. Bye. Hi, you're on the air. Hello? Hi there. Hi. I'm going to say that I sacrificed something and the end I got a reward. Tell me about it. But lower your radio, okay? Because um, I really liked candy, and my parents really didn't like it when I eat candy a lot because it ruins my teeth a lot. So um, my mother came up with an idea that was like a type of contest that every single time I get a candy and I don't eat it, I would write down how much the candy is worth, and I would write down a piece of paper, and then I would save up for something that I really wanted. That's, that's, that's a really brilliant idea. I like that idea because you know what? Because that's, that's giving you a reward for a real sacrifice, and that's also giving you an incentive to do something right. So, and it's not like, like giving you a baby where you're like, okay, here, Tathalie, here's your here's little star. And that's good. And I think that that's very, very, very bright because the truth is, also, I'll tell you something. That means your parents are sensitive enough to recognize that it's hard to do that, right? It's not like they're shaking their fingers and saying, well, just don't eat candy, I don't care. They're saying it's hard to do it, and they realize it's hard to do it. So I think that's really good. That's a great idea for any parent that's listening. Okay. And, and also, I want to know um, why I hear you on the radio in the car, but not at home. I have no idea. I don't know any... It keeps on getting, turning to different radio stations. I have no idea. I don't know what it's doing, and we don't even know what it's doing. We're not sure what's going on. We're just, as far as I'm concerned, I'm on the internet. I don't know what's happening. I'm very not technical. But listen, you know what? Hashem has his ways. Who knows? Thanks for calling. Thank you. Bye. Hello. How are you this evening? Good. I don't know if I could play a small joke on you. Um, okay. I mean, okay. is it is it appropriate? Yeah. Okay, go ahead. Just, as far as I'm concerned, I'm on the internet. I don't know what's happening. I'm very not technical. But listen, you know what? Hashem has. You're, to you're talking to yourself. Really? As long as I'm not answering yeah, myself, I'm okay. Hello. How are you this evening? I'm, I'm good. Thank you. How are you? Okay. Uh, you know what? There's nothing wrong with talking to yourself as long as you don't answer yourself, right? Right. I think. Hello? Okay. Hi, you're on the air. What's the number to call in on the phone? To call in and listen on the phone, it's. 
712-432-4217. Okay, thank you. You got it. And to call in to talk, it's 718-683-5858. And if you want to text, the number is 347-927-8398. I'm going to end up saying these numbers in my sleep. But that is, and that's what it is. And it's Rosh Chodesh, which is always exciting. And uh, um, it was raining all day, which is not very exciting. I mean, but really raining. It's not like a little drizzling, a little driplets. It was like, like flooding. Who knows what? Hi, you're on the air. 347-927. You know what? Once a joke, twice a dope. It doesn't work two times in a row. I was okay with it. But now you need to go, like, find something else to do. Like, uh, I, I don't know. You know, look in the mirror and talk to yourself. I don't know. But it uh, doesn't work twice in a row. But I think that, I just, you know, sacrificing something. We don't believe in just uh, depriving ourselves as Jews. We're supposed to enjoy our life. There's certain times, designated times, that Hashem tells us that we're supposed to deprive ourselves on, on you made some and things like that. But generally, we're supposed to enjoy all the things that Hashem gave us in life. Hi, you're on the air. Yes, you are on the air. I guess you're not. Hi, you're on the air. This is Doc. Anyways, hi, you're on the air. Hi, you're on the air. Hi, you're on the air. I'm going to stop taking calls, and I'm going to shut down the station, because if this is going to happen again, we're just not doing it. And I'm going to say it very, very clearly. If anybody in their mind thinks that they're going to waste time during the Omer, when we need to be focusing on doing the right thing, we need to be focusing on Midot Tovot, and we need to be focusing on the fact that Rabbi Akiva lost all of his Talmidim, and how serious we need to be counting down the days till Shavuot, and we're going to go publicly make letzanut and try and destroy a good thing. It's not the time to do it, people. It's not the time. Kids, get yourselves together. Have some self-control. It's not a joke. It's not a joke. It's not the time to do it. And it's not. I'm not upset. I don't really... I, I mean, I care because I feel bad that kids are being silly again. You're on the air. Yeah, um, you know, every time somebody does a mitzvah and or they don't do an avira, they are doing a sacrifice of the hana they would have from whatever avira they wanted to do. True, that's true, and that's why that's mifum tzara agra, and and that's that's the truth. But the truth is also that there's nothing wrong, and actually, there's something good about enjoying. Mitzvahs. It's that person shouldn't feel guilty if they enjoy mitzvahs. But they have to realize that there's always that sacrifice of one also, thing for the next. Also, I wanted to say that all those kids who are calling and making fun should be sacrificed their hana'a of, of making fun of people and not call. I think that, I think that you know what, I think it's raining. I think they, they had a dingy day, and so they're just... Whatever. It's like, I don't know the but I think during the Omer we need to be really careful about everything we do by the Chavero. I think that this is a time when we're all looking at ourselves and we all have to examine the way we act amongst one another. 
And even if I'm not offended and I take it in stride for themselves, it's really not a good thing. But thanks for calling. Okay, bye. Hi, you're on the air. Hi, you're on the air. Lower your radio, okay? Can you lower your radio? A minute. Okay. What's the topic? Topic is sacrifice. Sacrificing for something good. And it's get it's about whether getting things easy is is a good thing. And you if I was talking about whether kids uh, get things too easy nowadays or or things that you may have sacrificed for? Well, I say that um, then if, if, if kids in that class have iPhones or something like that, then then they should send them to a different school and then they won't be jealous. Right, but the truth is like this, that if you look around the world, there's always something to be jealous about. If I If I'm a person that wants things, and is jealous of something that somebody else has, that means I'm really being kofir ba'ikara, that I'm just denying Hashem. Because that means that I believe that what I have isn't really for me. Right? Oh, yeah. The other thing is, you know, I once had a, a, I once had a, a, a friend, it wasn't a friend, but when I was studying to be a psychologist, they once asked me to speak about frumkite, about being a religious Jew. And I stood up and I spoke about certain laws of Shabbat and certain laws of Kashrut and restrictions. And I spoke about how beautiful it was and, and how I live my life and I don't feel like I ever missed anything. And they asked me, like, you never tasted lobster in your life? I said, no, I never did. Never even smelled it. I think it looks like a cockroach from the sea, but what's the difference? And, and they, they were also shocked. So there was another Jew in the class that was religious. He walked over to me and he said, you embarrassed me. I said, why did I embarrass you? He goes, because now everybody looks at me like I'm strange and they think I'm crazy and I have all these laws. So I didn't understand. I said, I said, but if you're ashamed of it and if you're embarrassed from it, then you're missing the whole point. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. If I'm jealous of somebody that's doing something that's not good for them, then I'm missing the point. What we need to understand is why we don't need to have all these things and we don't need to be entertained all the time. Nobody dies if they don't have a phone. You okay. know what? All right, thanks for calling. Bye. Bye. Hi, you're on the air. Hi. 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 Okay. Sounds like you're not on the air. Hi, you're on the air. What's the number to call? To listen? Call on the phone. To listen, 712-432-4217. Okay, thank you. You got it. Okay. I'm going to say that number over and over again because people evidently don't have it. 712-432-4217. Okay. Point of the matter is, I'm not putting anybody down, and everybody has their own, everybody has their own ideas. But I think that if a kid, if, if you know, I'm not saying kids should have something, shouldn't have something. If there's something that's legitimate and is for a good reason and the kid is trustworthy, then that's fine. But every kid is an individual. Every situation is an individual. I just have a problem with kids saying, I have to have it. 
I need it. No, we need food. We need drink. We need sleep. We need to listen to Hashem. We don't need things that we, you know, I need this now. No, you want it very badly and you feel like you need it. That's really the truth. We don't, we, we, we make ourselves feel like we need things. Hi, you're on the air. Hi, this is me. Uh, How are you, me? I thought I, I, was, I, I thought I was me. I no, thought I don't want to say my name. Rev, it's not important. Um, people have to learn in this world how not to be selfish. Okay. No, I'm not. It, I'm trying it, to understand what you're saying. I, I'm trying to, Most people in this world are selfish because you have time to be normal in this world. Well, the fact is that a person is born, a baby is born with a selfish tendency from birth. Because we're the only only beings that are born with the inability to survive without somebody else taking care of us. For the first year, we're held. And we can't get from one place to the next without somebody help, uh, helping us. And we're fed, and we're diapered, and we're taken care of, and we eventually draw away from that. And that's what the Sifrei Musr says, that's the avoida of a human being. Is to individuate and to get and to develop a self, a, a, a worth. So children are selfish because they are taken care of from the beginning. That's what we have to teach them. Uh, excuse me, uh, adult adult is also selfish. More, if more adult children, isn't more. taught from childhood, yes. If an adult is, that's why. If an adult is given into for everything, because they have cell phones, they do everything a lot of stuff. So then that's, that's they become very self self involved. Correct. All right, people. Thank you for calling. Hi. Hi, you're on the air. Yeah, hello. How are you? I, I'm good. I was just uh, curious. What's wrong with having uh, uh, so many things? There's nothing wrong with having so many things, and I'm not talking about right or wrong. I'm talking about whether a person can feel a person that feels like they need things. There's nothing wrong with having... I don't know right and wrong. Every person has their own right and wrong. And the truth is, a person has a rough to determine right and wrong. And a person has a Torah to determine right and wrong. And the Torah tells us what's right and wrong. So there's no halacha against the cell phone. I think, though, when a kid demands and says, but I need this, and I need this, and they're distressed by it, and their life feels like it's ruined by not having something... That's a concern of mine. It could be a gumball. Feeling like you need something so badly that it distresses you is just not healthy for kids. You follow why what I'm saying? Why, if they needed attention, if the parents weren't giving them attention, that's also a bad thing? No, I'm not saying that, but that's, but that, that's why we as parents need to be aware of how we take care of our kids. And whenever a kid is showing that they need attention, so I try and point out to a parent, this is what your kid needs. So what's the difference between the cell phone and the attention? Because the cell phone is not attention. The cell phone is, a, it's all a It's all a way of asking for attention. So what the kid needs is not the cell phone, he needs attention. So don't give him a cell phone, give him love. Don't give her, don't give her the things she needs. Give her more love and give her more attention. She won't need the cell phone. You know something? I can tell you about someone with their kid that they asked for something very, very much, and then they saw that the parent was not 
so happy about it. And they were they felt so loved by their parent. They said, you know what? I'd rather not have it and have you be upset about it. I'd rather do what you want because your love is more important than having this. And that's because that parent makes sure to show their kid every day how much they love them. So much so that when the parent says no, the kid says, I hear that. It's fine. You could say no to me because I know you love me. Oh. Okay? Thank you. Thanks for calling. Hi, you're on, Hi, you're on the air. Hi. I hope everybody's understanding what I'm saying. The, the, the number to call and to listen on the radio is seven, on the phone is 712-432-4217. To call in, to comment, it's 718-683-5858. Hi, you're on the air. I just wanted to know, to let you know that I really enjoy your show. Thank you so much. I enjoy it, too. Hi, you're on Hi, the I'm air. Hi, you're on the air. Hello. Hi, how are you? Yeah. Um, what age do you think is normal to get a phone? That's a hard question. Every kid is different. Every family is different. Every, every situation is different. So I think that it's whenever a parent or parents decide together that it's the right thing for a child, then that's when it's okay to get a phone. And when the child is responsible enough to understand the use of a phone and what it's there for, that's when. There are some, there's a family I know who has a 10-year-old kid. That's very young. But this child has a lot of responsibilities because of a family situation. So there are times when this kid holds his mother's phone and, and has a cell phone. So a person saw and said, what kind of a sugar parent go gives a 10-year-old a cell phone? So I can't say why the kid has a cell phone because there's a medical condition in the family and the kid needs to be able to call if they have to call. It's nobody's business. But that's one situation. Another situation is if a kid is not responsible with their phone, then they shouldn't have a phone. But one thing for sure, a parent needs to check their kid's phone and a kid, it's not a kid's private property. A parent really needs to, a parent owns the phone and they lend it to the kid for the, for the day. Kids should not have their own private world in their phone. That, that's, yeah. for, even, even, it's, that's, that's totally, totally ridiculous. Kid says, my parent has no right to look at my phone. Like, no, sorry, <laughs> sorry. I, I, I could look at my kid's phone anytime, anywhere. It's, it's just, I have all the passwords, and, and, it's, and they have no problems with it. They have no problems with it because, Baruch Hashem, they understand. But the, 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 the reason, reason why they have a phone, and, and, and when, I gave my, when I gave my kids a phone, they use it for good things. They, they, they text me. They text me nice things, and they, and they use it to do good things. And so, okay. thanks for calling. Fine, thanks. Bye. Hi, you're on the air. Hi, I have a kid my class that's from Russia. He doesn't have too much friends. Please give me an idea how to get him friends. That's, that's, that it's, that's a general type of question. I wish I could, you know, if I knew the person. I think that, first of all, by you being their friend, that's yeah. a f big step. And maybe if you want, how old are you? Nine. Nine. If you invite like two friends over, one or two friends over, and then invite that person also, mm -hmm. that sometimes works because get them into get them into a group, make them feel wanted, and show people that you're friendly with 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 them, and then other people will will not 
be afraid. People are afraid of foreign people. It's a crazy thing. But uh, my, 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 my ancestors were all, they came, well, my mother's grandparents came here from a different country. My father came here from a different country. So they were foreign. This whole new American thing, that's, that, that's a new thing. So when they came, I'll tell you, if my father came and he told me a story that he was from, he came from Eretz Yisrael in 1947 and he was alone and he was learning in Mir Yeshiva and he didn't think that anybody even knew who he was. And one Friday night, one Friday night, he was sick and he didn't go to davening. And he said it was a snowing night. He said, Rav Avram Kalmanovich, that's how the Shishiva at the time, my father said it. He heard him in the streets screaming, Cohen, the Cohen from Yisrael, where are you? Where are you? Shishiva himself went out from his Shabbos Suda to find out why my father didn't come to Davani. And my father said that that changed his whole life because he felt so, so he felt like he existed. Like someone worried about him. He was a foreign person in a foreign land, and and and, and he didn't he 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 didn't he he felt like nobody knew him. But the Rosh Hashiva himself noticed that he wasn't there and looked for him. If you notice this person and look for them and give them importance, then you'll be doing a lot. You'll be doing a lot for them. Okay. Thank you. By the fact that you called up a radio station to ask how to help. That's a huge thing. You're a very special person. Hashem's going to give you a lot, a lot of hatzacha in life because if you think that way, then you're going to really, really Hashem's going to give you a lot of bracha, okay? Okay. Thank you for calling. You know what? That call can make my whole day. When I hear a call from somebody, a kid, okay, who's worried about another kid, for me, that, 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 that just does it for me. Cause I have such, I have such inspiration from that. There are adults, adults that are clueless that don't get the concept that this kid just gave over. That they live their whole life and they don't think about the next person. Here's a kid who's worried about another kid. Man, if that if that don't make you smile, I don't know what will. That's something that's really in the spirit of Spiras Omer. That's something that really that means in. Whoever is raising that child should be very, very proud. Because that, that, and you know what? When I say that Hashem is going to give you Hatzlacha and Bracha, I'm not just saying it. I'm not, yes, I am giving you a Bracha, and I am a Kain, and I do mean it. But it's a fact. Because if you live your life thinking about other people, you will be blessed. You will be blessed. Trust me. I grew up in a house where everything that my parents did was about other people. And we had the best life. We had the best life. And it was just wonderful. But we learned. We learned the joy of, of, of just being kind to people. And our house was just always that type of house. And kind to one another in the house. And when you live your life that way, then it's, it's just then your life is going to be filled with blessing, no matter where you are, no matter what you're doing. And to people that don't, people that don't realize that, then they have, 
they have difficulties and they, they live very lonely or very difficult life. People that spend their whole life waiting for the next thing to come. So you know what? It's just it's it's never a good it's never a good feeling. You have to you have to enjoy what you have and appreciate what you have. And if you notice the next person, Hashem notices you. That's just the way it is. It says, Mahu Rachum, Rachum. I was talking to somebody and they said, we have to be fair. But fair means treating everybody the way they need to be treated. So if you have somebody that's not exactly pleasant to be around, and do you see nobody wants to be with them, or nobody wants to hang out with them, and you hang out with them, then you're doing Hashem's work. You're doing the most unbelievable thing. There's nothing greater than that. Because you're 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 making somebody feel wanted. There's there's no greater thing than that. Call in number to listen on the phone is 712-432-4217. 712-432-4217. If you want to call in and talk. It's 718-683-5858. 718-683-5858. This is J-Root. I don't know if it's radio. I don't know if it's phonio. I don't know what we're going to call it. But it's J-Root. And I just want to go back. That we will not be silenced. You cannot silence the power of Torah. You cannot silence it. Hashem is in charge. He runs the world. And everything that happens is for a reason. And all good things have to come with struggle. And that's why we're talking about sacrifice tonight. Talking about sacrificing for something that's important. And we need to know that when we sacrifice for something and we give up something for something, then it's much worth much more to us. Hi, you're on the air. Hello? Yeah, hello. Um, some, is it from the radio? I don't know. Why? Because I keep on hearing like... Like, like, I keep on hearing, like, these noise. Don't know. I don't know. I don't know anything about the radio. I just know that I'm here and I know that I'm talking. Okay? Hi, you're on the air. So, mind you, what happened? You know what? I'm sorry I picked up the phone because I'm sorry you got a chance to do something so silly. And I really, really feel bad for you, whoever you are. And if there are any adults around, take that kid and he needs to take a take a shower and go to sleep. That that's really sad. That's really sad. But anyways, <clears throat> I'll give him the benefit of the doubt. Maybe he uh, maybe he uh, got a hold of some of the leftover wine from Pesach. I don't know. But anyways, so we're talking tonight about giving up things for other things and sacrificing. And if it doesn't, the best sacrifice, not the best, I can't say what's the best, but sometimes the most pleasurable sacrifice is when we sacrifice for a chesed. When we sacrifice to do a good deed for somebody, to make, do, do a kindness for somebody, and we give up something for somebody, that's the most beautiful thing. There was a author whose name was Viktor Frankl, and he survived the Holocaust. And one, he wrote a lot, and he was a very bright man. One of the things he said after the Holocaust 
was the most remarkable thing about the concentration camps and the Jews was that everybody could be starving and they would give a small piece of bread that was barely enough for anything and one Jew would get it and he'd be starving to death or she'd be starving to death and she'd break it in half and give half to the next person. They shared crumbs. He said it was such a high level of humanity, such a high level of Kedusha, the holiness of a Jew, when there's nothing, and they're both starving to death, that a Jew takes a, a, a small crumb of moldy bread, the person should just gobble it down, but they wouldn't do it, and split it up even into five pieces that everybody should have a mashu, but not to eat it alone. Ashram Yisrael, Ashrenu Matov Chakinu. How beautiful. Ein Ka'umazu. There's nobody like the nation of Christ. There's nobody like Hashem's people. Nobody like the Bnei Avram Yitzchav Yaakov. We are Bnei Malachim. We are higher and loftier than anybody, anybody that can imagine. That is the level. That's the highest level. Sacrificing for another person. That is the highest level. Higher on the air. Yeah, um, I'm trying to listen to the radio, but it's like flickering. I don't know. Okay, I don't know. The call call in number to listen on the phone is uh, 712 432 4217. 712 432 4217, or you can listen on the online. You can go. And if you have an app on your phone, you can listen on the phone. Hi, you're on the air. Yeah, I'm starting to know that this J Root thing is very, very special, and I really thank you for this program. Thank you so much. How old are you, my friend? Ten years old. You're ten years old. I thank you for your phone call. And you know what? That, what you just did, was a big chesed, and I appreciate that. Akar Zatov is such an important thing, and I thank you. How are you doing? How was your Pesach? Very, very good. It was good? You getting ready for Shavuos? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, it, it's an unbelievable time of the year, because then we go into the summer, and so we have, we got packing all the Kedusha and all the excitement and all the good things. Then, then we have to get ready for the three weeks, but, but, but this is a good time of year. It's, it's Baruch Hashem. All right. Have a good night. Thank you for calling. Good night. Thank, Thank you. you. Bye-bye. Bye. Hi, you're on the air. I just wanted to let everyone know that the, no, there's another number you can hear it on, uh, 718-506-9099. Oh, wow. Okay. Thank you. I didn't know that. Yes, I see that right here. I had my phone on top of it. Okay. Thanks, Sadik. That was a good call. All right. I will announce that one also. Thank you, okay? Okay, so we got two two phone numbers you can dial in for it. Thank you for that friend that called in. 712-432-4217 or 718-506-9099. You're on the air. Yeah, can I say a joke? Nope. Hi, you're on the air. Hi, how are you? Good. What's on your mind? Don't be oh, nervous. Go ahead, go ahead. I have a play tomorrow. And I'm Somebody else is on the line. Okay, go ahead. You have a play tomorrow? Oh, well. Okay, try and call back if I can figure. I won't be able to figure out which line is yours, but 
I can maybe pick it up. Okay. I can finish your sentence. I have a play tomorrow and I'm nervous. Don't be nervous. Nobody's listening anyways. No, I'm joking. That's not true. Everybody listens. Don't be nervous because people expect kids to make mistakes in plays. Hi. The scariest thing is when you go to a school play and a kid gets up there and performs like they're on Broadway. Yikes. That scares me. Nobody expects kids to be perfect performers. We don't want our kids to be little movie stars. Kids, the main thing is you get up, you say your lines, you know what you're saying, you you make your parents proud. That's the, that's the main thing. Nobody expects you to get up there like a Broadway star. Hi, you're on the air. Hello. Hi, how are you doing? Um, I want to thank you for making such a wonderful program. Thank you for calling to tell me. What's going on? How are you doing tonight? Good. Don't be nervous. It's okay. Do you, okay. It, it, do you get all wet coming home in the rain today? Was that like the worst? I don't know. It was, well, it was mom. I was thinking today, all the kids have to go home from school in the rain like this. It's really, really crazy. But anyways, I don't know if it's going to rain tomorrow. Do you know if it's going to rain tomorrow? I don't know. No. All right. Thank you for calling. Welcome. Okay. Bye-bye. Hi, you're on the air. Hello. Okay. I guess you're not. This is Dr. Simple Cohen, and the phone number to call in to talk is 718-683-5858. And if you want to listen on the phone... It's 712-432-4217. And thanks to my friend who called in. Another number, 718-506-9099. Okay. So, you're, you're on the air. Yeah, um, could you ask me a question that I could get a prize like you used to do? No, I, I never gave out prizes. but And I sometimes used to ask questions, but they weren't for prizes. I used to ask questions that I wanted to hear an answer to. And I guess you so, could... So it's like the thing that you want calls to call up for? Uh, I think you got the wrong show, sweetheart. I, I don't do I don't do questions and prizes. I ask questions sometimes, and uh, but not not for prizes. Uh, the I mean, uh, no, I never did that. But um, the question I think that I'm asking tonight is: uh, tell me about something that you said. If you think that kids should be sacrificing for things, or kids should get everything. For for everything, without sacrifice. <laughs> uh, my friend Yitzi tells me it's going to rain in the morning. I haven't heard from you in a long time. I've been wondering how you've been doing. Okay, don't be shy. Give me a call. Tell me what's going on. Um. Anyways, so <laughs> I guess it's going to be raining in the morning. All right, so then we'll just have to go out in the afternoon. By the time we're coming home from school, it'll probably be dry. Um. So. We're counting the Omer, and I think one of the sacrifices that's very hard for the Omer is not listening to music. And that's, for me, it's a very hard sacrifice because I'm a big music person. I love music. I have music on in my life all the time. And not listening to music is a big sacrifice. And sometimes, sometimes I, I, I mistakenly give in and I try not to. But the truth is, I was thinking today that 
if if, if if I could sacrifice that, and I could, I, mazel tov, mazel tov. You'd see on your baby girl. Okay, just got your text. Anyways, so if I could, if I could sacrifice for something, then I guess this is a worthwhile thing. And you could tell everybody to show them, you know what? I'm sacrificing because he sacrifices so much for me. How you're on the air? Me? Yeah, you. Yeah, I just wanted to say that um, now that we're taking the the the, the like the the state's test, it puts a lot of pressure on us. It does. It does put a lot of pressure. But you know something? I'm going to tell you a little secret. The yeshiva curriculums are pretty good. So you don't really have to worry because the, the yeshivas are teaching you. You're learning well, and you have good teachers, and you have good curriculum. So you're going to do well. The tests are geared for everybody. And you are, yeshiva, how old are you? Ten. Okay. Did you start Aschalos Gemara yet? No. Okay. You learn Mishnayas? Yeah. Okay. Is it, is it challenging to learn Mishnayas? Not really. Not really, see? But if you take the other kids out there, you give them a Mishnah, they won't, they won't know what to do with it. They couldn't even read it. They turn it upside down. They'll turn it sideways. You're on a higher level than them. You're learning Torah. You understand? Your brain is wired differently. Don't worry about a state test. You're learning Torah, Kedosha. Your brain is wired differently. You have nothing to worry about. Just do the best you can, and you're still going to come out ahead. Okay? Okay, thank you. I love your show. Thank you. I love you, too. Hi, you're on the air. Hello. How are you? How you doing? Mazel tov. Thank you so much. <laughs> How's everybody feeling? Everybody's amazing. Baruch Hashem. Baruch Hashem. You should have a lot What's of mazel. What's the question exactly? Um, with the, I tuned in just now. Talking um, about sacrifice. About Giving kids things because they throw a fit. Or whether a kid uh, should say, I need well, something. I'm in, I'm in the parsha, actually. Ah, because you, you have a three-year-old, right? She's two years old. Oh, um, terrible twos. The, 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 the terrific twos. <laughs> yeah, I don't hold her that terrible two. It's no, there's nothing is terrible two. Yeah, everything, every age is a bracha and it oh, gets better Oh, man, back. you're singing my tune. I don't, there's nothing terrible about any, any age of any kid. Even if I have to clean up their mess, and I don't get graphic, but everything's wonderful about kids. There's nothing, I, 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 Baruch Hashem, Hashem blessed me with, with Every children. Every age is broken. All Okay, you're not coming, you're, Okay. I love that phone call. That's a very special friend of mine. And Baruch Hashem. Good guy. Good guy. Anyway, so we're, we're nearing a wrap-up over here. We've got a few, few minutes left. So I wanted to just end by saying that you should write in letters to newspapers and you need to talk about J-Root Radio. You need to talk about what happened here. This should not happen. We should not let this happen. Nobody, everybody suffers when the Torah is, 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 is pushed down. Everybody suffers. The whole Klai Yisrael suffers. If you can imagine how much Bitul Torah took place 
even for 10 minutes that the radio station was off. How much, and when I say bitul Torah, that means even if there's music that's, that, 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 that makes a person happy, or if there's, there's Jewish music and there's divrei Torah and there's inspiration, and it stopped for even a minute, you magnify that by the thousands of people that listen to the station. And I mean thousands of people. We have records of how many people listen. This is a technological age. We know how many people listen. We have, we have around 7,000 apps out there on phones. So like, it's not just, we're not just talking hypothetical. There's a lot of Kedushah that comes out of this station. There's a lot of Torah that comes out of this station. There's a lot of Kiddush Hashem comes out of this station. If it stopped for even one minute, I feel so, so bad for anybody that would cause that. I can't even imagine. I feel terrible for anybody. You know what? When I was in Yeshiva, we, would, we wouldn't walk through the base Medrash if we needed to pass through because you're not allowed to anyway, but Maybe you distract somebody and they'll look up from their learning for a second and you'll cause a little bit to Torah. So that, so someone said, oh, that's a, that's a frummy thing to do. So my rabbi said, a frummy thing to do? Not to want to cause bittal Torah? That, that, that's like, that's ridiculous. That's like saying, oh, that, you know what? Cutting yourself with a knife, well, that's a stupid thing not to want to cut yourself. No, you don't want to hurt yourself, so you don't want to do it. Causing me to turn is hurting you. It's hurting whoever is, whoever, whoever is responsible. We don't know. We don't care. But we're not going to stop, and we're not going to sit by, and we're not going to let it happen. And you know what? On the other side, flip side, anybody that makes any effort in writes a letter to the editor or speaks up about J-Root Radio and is a part of getting us back on the air, we'll get as a hoot and we'll get a part of what's going on. And that's the bottom line. This is Dr. Sivka Cohen for signing off Wednesday night, a rainy, soppy, yuggy Wednesday night, the 16th of the Omer, and we are signing off, and it's so long. <laughs>